Good morning, Super. Good morning, Jennifer. Good morning. Um, so, how are you doing today? It's good. It's, it's, it's Wednesday. I guess we just had an issue with uh, this morning with coordinating a FDNY inspection at the building, mm -hmm. and we had a team member that was uh, supposed to be there, um, and unfortunately he couldn't make it. And if there's no one there, it's an automatic failure. Mm -hmm. So I think um, one of the toughest things about a, uh, a part-time super is having to be available to schedule those things into your day, mm -hmm. um, especially when you have so many other things to do aside from that part-time building. Right. Um, and then you have to get there, you have to set, you have to wait, get prepared to wait there, FDMY, usually they're on time, but they're late today, uh, about half an hour. So you have, you know, they're supposed to be there at 9.30 and then uh, they're there at, you know, almost 10.30. So yeah, those, are happens. The, those are the things that um, part-time supers have to be prepared for. And then we talked about before how, you know, you have, you may have to be clear with the building owner uh, about how you're going to deal with those situations, whether you're going to charge for that, whether you're going to, you know, um, absorb the cost of that. I, I usually think um, you shouldn't absorb the cost. Um, there should be some sort of compensation for you to, to, uh, to be there. Mm -hmm. But um, anyway, so today's, today's topic, uh, I was thinking, you know, I had some questions about, you know, how is it like? How is the actual interview like? What questions do they ask us? Um, what the, the, the customer, whether it's a building manager or a building owner, board, board member, um, they say, you know, if I, I'm at, you know, how do I conduct this interview? Like, what can I expect? What are the questions that they're going to ask me? So I thought I'd do a quick, just like a really quick um, um, uh, episode about, s s you know, some of the things that you should be facing, some of the questions that you should be able, you should, you should expect to answer. Um, you know, how to, how to ace this interview really depends upon how well you prepare. You know, if you can prepare uh, in advance the answers to all these questions, that'd be great. I, I know, actually, <laughs> those times that I didn't get the building, you know, I, I interviewed with a, a board member, or usually a board member, because they ask the tougher questions. And um, I know those questions that, uh, that stumped me, and I couldn't answer it, and I didn't get the building ultimately. It may not be that question that caused it, but I have a feeling that not being able to answer those questions, I always, even now, I think I should have answered that question better. So <clears throat> let's say, Jennifer, if you're, uh, you know, you have a 10 o'clock meeting with a, with a board member, board president at the building, what's your, what's your thoughts? What's your expectations? Um, first of all, I would think what I'm going to wear. <laughs> perfect. Yes. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh my God, what should I wear? I should go shopping. No. 
It's like I want to look proper. I want to look professional. True. Um, but I don't want to. You know, I'm I'm not gonna wear a tux or evening gown. Um, like um, like a like clean shirt, I guess, or or maybe jacket is too much. But you know, something that's business casual. I don't want to wear my work clothes, um, but just. Yeah, that's true. I know. I know that some people may wear anything, and they sometimes wear their clothes uh, that they wear to work. <laughs> like, are, are they going to the gym? <laughs> Or they wear like get up for the gym. Yeah, I mean, I understand yeah. that you know people are busy, but if you have a meeting, um, I, I would say like it, it's not bad to look nice. Yeah, it it. I'll tell you one thing: it won't take away points. Yeah. If anything, it'll, it'll, I think it'll add a couple points to you. It shows that you're serious about the position, um, because most behind what a board member is thinking, they're thinking: look, this is a they know it's a part-time gig where the guy is going to be at my building a few times a week. Is he going to take it seriously? Right. Is he going to be consistent? Is he going to be reliable? Is he going to be a, a a guy that is is on our side if we need him? And if you show up not looking like you took care about how you look or you prepare, he's going to think that is this person that person. And so you, the easiest way to convey that we all have eyes. Unfortunately. I shouldn't say we all have eyes. Sorry. Fortunately, we have eyes. Unfortunately, those that can see, uh, we we're interviewing people who have eyes that will judge you. Yeah, first impressions are really important. <laughs> I was gonna say, unfortunate situations when people don't have eyes. But that's I, I know bad. That, that's bad. So, but we all, but most likely the person that is going to interview you will have eyes, will have prejudices. Yeah. About who you are, how you look, how you're talking, how you're. How you're acting, and and you're already going to be at a disadvantage if he's thinking negatively. About yeah, and because like uh, the the board is not going to be able to see how you take care of the garbage, how you troubleshoot. Right. So that like you you as an image, it's that's gonna convey how how you're gonna do. In the actual workplace, exactly. It's going to reflect how diligently you're going to be, um, you know, how diligently you're going to be uh, working to keep keep up a quality or a standard at the building. Right. So just just wear business casual. You know, yeah. Just, just I a mean, shirt. I'm clean. not a, not a t-shirt. Um, not a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, not a t-shirt, but just just a shirt, basic shirt. Um, I think jeans would be okay. I guess yeah, jeans are okay. I yeah. think, but not like all torn off. You have like five Holes. different colors of paint on the jeans. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, fashion. We all love fashion, but <clears throat> just being proper, like think something that you would wear um, to a church. Right. Yeah, that's good. That's a good way to put it. Something that you can wear to church. Um, I would say some people could say that that's a tie and stuff, but no tie. I think just business casual, yeah. polo shirt, um, a, a sweater. Shirt. Yeah. But clean. Wear a watch. Yeah. Shows that you're 
thinking about time. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's nice, but not like huge golden watch or no. like. <laughs> I, I yeah, not a not any bling. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just kidding. I mean, look, the, you, Blings you're, are nice, but yeah, jewelry's fine, but just you. The only thing is this: keep, every, keep it simple. Keep it simple, and the the what you want to convey is is trustworthiness and reliability. Mm -hmm. You want to be seen as reliable, mm -hmm. and society has this idea of what reliable is even if you're a person that wears you know um flip-flops every day uh and you're super reliable people will still see that person and think differently and that's yeah. unfortunately how society is you gotta you gotta play the how do you say you gotta you gotta um, play along with it play along with it yeah. unfortunately um and second Second is, you know, answer, speak uh, clearly, speak mm -hmm. slow, um, no joking, try not to joke or banter, because jokes and banter can go really, really off the wrong path. Sometimes try to speak in uh, uh, proper, proper terms, like don't say man, hey man, you know, mm. thanks. Uh, Dude. Dude, but you know, I hear people say, "Man, okay, you got it, man," or they—they're very casual. Yeah, you got a brother or something like that. I mm. and I always think he's your customer. Consider him a customer. Mm. The customers do not want to feel that. A lot of customers, when they're paying money, they don't want to feel like they're on the same le level as you. Mm. They want to feel that you're going to be servicing them and that you're going to be treating your job with respect. So, find out their name and better. Better call them by their name, sir, or sir, or Mister, or something like that. Yeah, you know, especially when you're meeting this person for the first time. Oh yeah, but I would say, you know, let it. That should keep throughout your yeah. your working career with them. Yeah, that's being professional. Yeah, and and the moment that you start <laughs> treating them like you do your friends. And they chart treating you like a friend. Oh yeah, that's. <laughs> You're gonna encounter a whole set of problems right. that come with not being professional, mm. and expectations are gonna get all mixed up. And right. you know, uh, we have, yeah, we have a great super that we're working with that's leaving, that is considering leaving the building because he's gotten too friendly, right, with his, with the residents in the building, and they treat him like a friend, and he's saying. Because they treat me like a friend, they abuse me. They don't. They call me on the yeah. weekends. They wake me up for small stuff, um, and he needs his rest. And he feels like he he's being pulled in all different directions. So, the first step to to pr protecting your value, protecting your profession. Remember that you're a professional, so you pr you're protecting your profession by being professional, mm. and yes. by talking and calling sir and and ma'am and you know. All that stuff. Um, so talking first, how you dress. Second, how you how you talk. Um, and the third, you know, once you get that done, it becomes a little bit. Uh, it becomes a little tricky because uh, whoever's interviewing you, and I'm picking a board member because board members are the toughest mm -hmm. <laughs> to to interview with. They come from all different angles mm. <laughs> they'll ask you questions from all over the place and mm -hmm. and you just have to be able to know that 
what they're looking for in asking these questions is whether they're trying to figure out whether you're going to be reliable, you're going to be honest. Right. That's actually number one. They're honest. looking to see if you're going to be honest. They're looking to see whether you're going to be reliable. They're looking to see whether you're going to be, um, uh, like, what your price is. Um, they're going to be looking for um, how your attitude is, like yeah. whether they can work with you. Remember, a lot of, a lot of um, interviews are just whether they, they're just checking you out to see whether you fit what they're looking for, number one, and whether they can work with you. Yeah. They can, that yeah? has a lot, of do, uh, a lot to do with your personality and character. Yes, yes. What, what kind of person are you? Right. What kind of person are you and, and whether he's easy to work with. Right. Or whether he's going to be hard to work with. Because you can be an ace in the, in the field. You can be an ace in the industry. But if you're difficult to work with and, and he picks up that he can't work with you, you don't you've you just lost that job yeah but don't i i would say like don't feel discouraged even if you get a, a job even if you thought thank you ace an interview because this is you know we we're talking about personalities here and those people just don't uh, might not think you're just not a match for them that's true. There could be you're saying that there could be other reasons that yeah, you're not not, not because you're not a good super, you're a bad super. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's just yeah, personality wise, you you just they don't see them getting along with you, <laughs> right? Or they're looking for a specific personality. That's true. Yeah, because they're all people. So right. I would say, if, even if that happens, don't don't be too discouraged. Yeah, it, it most likely. So in other words, you it may be something that you just can't can't either figure out or you can't change. Yeah. I always said, I always say that there's a, a rule of thumb that goes by. If you're in a room, there's going to be five percent of that room that dislike you for some reason. Yeah. You don't know what it is. You've done nothing wrong. You may even be f nice to them, but they just don't like you for some reason. Yeah. And I, I, I think it might be just something that's n in nature. Yeah. Something that's just, you can't explain. And it, you kind of, you, you know, sometimes you th you're so confused because you're like, I haven't done anything wrong to him. Right. And he just gives me a dirty look all the yeah. time and he's 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 mean to me or something so don't worry about those things right yeah don't I, don't. I think the only way to kind of go ahead and to um to beat this game because it really is a game interviews are a game you got to think of it as you know if you are reliable if you are honest if you have all the great things that that um that you should have professionally it, interviewing is a game so what are the things that they'll ask you to find? And remember, they're, they're trying to figure out, the top th three things that they're trying to figure out is whether you're honest, whether you're reliable, you'll be able to take care of the things that they, they're asking for, and they're going to be figuring out how expensive you're going to be mm -hmm. or what your cost is going to be. <coughs> mm -hmm.
Well, sometimes I, I think honesty is number one. Maybe number two or three can can be flipped, depending on the on the board. Okay. It could be it could be money and then reliability, because yeah. Like. Uh, some people might be just just looking for a very oh, uh, a cheap cheap service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like just I just want cheap, you know. Well, uh, you I know want what? The sale. That's interesting. That's very interesting. I mean, because you, you, you're bringing up something that. Um, I think we'll never really understand and even the people who interview us won't really understand but do you think that the first thing that they're thinking about is price? Mm, I would say I, I think so because it's just numbers and it's easier to figure out that's the first thing that comes to their minds because in a way they are purchasing purchasing the service and I kind of want to look at the price for it I, well it, I think a lot of people look at the price first right and then and then you know compare cost maybe may seem like the first thing that they look at I think in my experiences uh, you know getting a cheaper service may not be the top of the list a lot. Maybe mm -hmm. it may be a board member, one of the board members may consider price to be like a, a top thing. But um, I think if you don't have the rest of the things that they're looking for, actually, you, you know what, you're, you're right. I think, I think buildings do think maybe cost, there's some buildings where the boss, the board may consider price to be the top. And, but what ends up happening is that they end up getting um, finding someone who fits that price range, that cost range for them, but may not be reliable or honest, mm -hmm. and then they're unhappy. So I think um, you might meet a building that where cost is number one, and they may say, we're looking for someone to do it for this price, and that's it. And it may be too low for you, and someone else may take it. But don't, don't worry about those right. buildings. I think you should still stick with your your um, your price, mm -hmm. or you, the standards that you set for yourself, your financial goals, you should set them, and yeah. and stick with them. Or you you can negotiate, you can or you can give them some options about the price. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, like oh, if you if if you're looking for a cheaper price, then I'm gonna have to take this out. I can't do emergencies. I'll just do um, daily cleaning or something like that. Right. You can you can be creative, but don't try to force yourself into those numbers because you uh, you know it might be okay in the first few weeks, but after after that you're gonna get tired and right. you know, building is gonna be complaining to you right, right, all the right. time. Right. Um, the other thing that they'll be looking for. And in the in your interview is whether um, you have uh, technical experience, like technical knowledge, mm -hmm. um, that sort of experience. Um, but it's not the top, you know. It's not the top for mm -hmm. part-time buildings. Mm -hmm. So for part-time buildings, 
um, they're more looking for attitude, a good attitude, honesty, reliability. Those are the things. So if you're, let's say you're just getting into the game and you're learning, you're getting into the industry and you want to learn, you want to you want, you learn more. If you can have, you know, a basic understanding of a building and you show a drive and you show a, a clear interest and a great attitude, you have a great shot. Getting yeah. that building. So when you hear those questions, though, don't say you know things even if you don't. Right. Don't so. say they ask you about um, gas leak or something, and you're. I mean, you maybe you've seen it on YouTube videos, or you've read about it, you've heard people fix it. Right. Don't say you know it. Like if you if you don't know how to do it, just say um, I don't. Or, but I can learn or something. Right. Don't, that's over-promising. And over-promising gives you um, a lot of expectations. And when that really happens and you, you don't know what to do, then you're in trouble. Right. Okay, so you were saying that uh, definitely saying I know uh, and then also saying something you, that you're not sure about is a surefire way to make yourself look look uh, unprofessional. Yeah. So just, just if you don't know the answer, just say you don't know. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> can, I, can I say it, uh, uh, an incident that happened to me? Yeah. So when I was at a, uh, interviewing for a building, all the way back when I was first starting, um, there was a question about um, you know when you turn when you turn off a, a building's water supply and you turn it back on, you turn it off, and then you turn it back on. You have to be careful about the flushometers because some of those flushometers, as the water rushes through the pipes and into the flushometer, they could throw the um, the uh, the inside uh, components off and it keeps on flushing. And uh, I didn't know that, mm -hmm. so when someone mentioned oh, you got to watch out, do you have to care about the flushometers? I, in my experience, I never, I never had to deal with that. Um, so I said, no, you don't have to worry about the flushometers. But clearly that's a huge, a huge uh, red flag for the mm. building. And in my, in my experience, I, what I failed at was I forgot that in the, in, in the circumstance that they were talking about, which was a water shutdown and then restoring the service, um, I've never, I didn't experience that with flushometers. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know that that would throw it out, but I answered too soon. And, and because I thought that I was, um, you know, I kind of was, was, was under pressure. I felt nervous, yeah. anxious, and I didn't want to say I didn't know. So I just, I just said, no, <laughs> you don't have to. And I see. Yeah. So you just have to, um, uh, but eventually they, they chose they stayed, they picked us, picked mm -hmm. me, because uh, I guess I, maybe I, I showed them uh, the other qualities. Mm. Maybe that I was really interested in getting that job, mm -hmm. um, that I would work hard for the building. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of won them over. But uh, in your case, in the case where you're asked a question, if you don't know it, yeah. I don't mean, answer if, it. If, if you didn't know that you didn't know. Right. <laughs> That's, I mean, I guess there's, 
there's really nothing you can do about that. But even if you know that you don't know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just to look like know you know everything. I think all about life is figuring out <laughs> what you don't know. <laughs> Because if you don't know what you don't know, then you're never going to try to figure out how to answer yeah. that. Well, like, just be honest. It's, yeah. it's okay. It's okay. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a, you know, just stay on the safe side. Yeah. And um, so, uh, but they are going to be asking you questions about technical skills that you have, you know, and you want to be honest about that. What are the common um, questions on technical skills? Oh, they'll say, do you know how to do this? Do you know painting? Do you know plaster? Um. Do you know how to repair, you know, uh, Sometimes I even say, well, you know, well, I have this problem. What would you do? Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, these, these, sometimes those questions are not necessary. You don't, I mean, they're not important. Mm -hmm. You know, if they say, oh, do you know, you know, uh, uh, how, to, how to change a, you know, a, a, a wax seal that's inside the wall and not the floor, mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes you have... Um, A, a toilet that's against the wall, and they have these um, uh, uh, the water tanks are inside the wall, or you know you may have the wax seal inside the wall, and they they'll say, do you know how to change that? And that really has nothing to do with how well, or very little to do with how well that person is going to to take care of that building. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it's not going to answer whether he's going to be there every day. It's not going to answer whether um, uh, he's going to be good to the residents in the building, act mm -hmm. professionally. It's not going to answer whether he'll be there in emergency at night when you need him. Mm -hmm. So that's not an important question, but you do get asked that question. I see. So you may want to just say, you know, if you don't know, I've never done that before, but I can learn. Mm -hmm. Or you can say, <coughs> um, uh, What else can you say to that? If they say something that you may not have done before. I guess that's that's the right <laughs> way. I can't really think. Yeah. Think you, you can just okay. say no. No, I, I really didn't, ex didn't get to experience that. Or, right. I haven't know. experienced that. Mm -hmm. I haven't done that. Um, now, so uh, questions... Uh, oh. So once again, the, the, the questions that they'll be asking is whether you're, are you going to be, uh, how many times are you coming on the week? Mm -hmm. um, will you be there um, whenever we call you? Mm -hmm. um, if they know that you're working someplace else um, because it's a part-time position, they may say, well, how do I know If you're, uh, if you're uh, working at the other buildings and we need you, how are you going to come down mm -hmm. and, and take care of this? Mm -hmm. And the key to that is uh, don't overpromise. Mm -hmm. um, and they're looking for honesty. <coughs> Just answer that, you know, be honest with that question. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, I'm going to be there. You know, what I, what I, t what I say, uh, tell our part-time supers is schedule for three times a week. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the times that the sanitation needs you to be there, putting out garbage, 
um, make sure that you're there at the building for those those things, uh, and make sure that you know you're doing your cleaning. You're, you're once you, when you take a trip there, make sure that you cover everything that you have to do there during those times, because you want to minimize your travel time and get everything as much as you can get done while you're there for those mm -hmm. garbage, taking care of the garbage. Now, if if they say if the customer asks you, well, will you be there for the other times that I need? You you can always say. Um, yeah, I can, I can, I can, we can work on that. Mm -hmm. um, or you can always say, I'll get back to you, like we talked about before. I'll get mm -hmm. back to you. Or you could say, um, what are the problems that, uh, what, uh, what are, what do you want? So one of the things that I just want to say uh, right now is I have a process. This is my secret process to how to answer all of the questions that, a building customer may ask me and how I respond to that. So how I prepare, like, so in other words, how I prepare for these meetings, these interviews, is um, I get ready to ask a few questions to the customer. Mm -hmm. And this helps to, this helps me to get all the answers I need to make sure that the building is taken care of. Does that make sense? For example, what kind of questions? Okay, so, so when I ask um, in a case, wh when I go to a building, one of the things you could do is take control of the conversation. Mm -hmm. And taking control of the conversation just means that you're doing the person that's asking the questions. Mm -hmm. And in order to get the information that you need to help that customer. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times the board, uh, the, uh, the customer, whether it's a board member or a building manager, they may not know what the problem is. So um, what I'll ask them is, what, what kind of problems are you experiencing? Mm -hmm. So what, what um, why did you, what are you looking for? Like, why did you, um, what are you, how do I say Worried this? about? What are you worried about? What are you concerned about? What, what kind of problems are you having at the building? And then they'll say it. They'll say, well, we don't have someone that's coming and taking care of the garbage correctly. We're always getting tickets. Mm. Or the building's not cleaned. You know, we're, we're having problems with that. It has never clean and our residents are always complaining. Or they'll say, um, I can't reach our, we can't reach our super. You know, that, that we, we try to call him and he never picks up and we never know when he's gonna be here. Or they'll say, Whenever, no, we never know when he's gonna be at the building. So knowing the, I'll ask, what are the problems that you're having? Mm -hmm. um, and then I'll ask, well, why do you think you're having those problems? And then they'll tell you, well, we don't, uh, you know, we don't trust our, the super, or um, the super's too busy. He's, he's, he's taking care of too many things. Mm. Um, or maybe they'll say, we're not paying enough <laughs> to the super. I see. And then, um, and that always gives you an idea of, of what kind of problems they're, they're having. Mm -hmm. um, 
you could also say instead of what problems are you experiencing what are you looking for because maybe they just uh, maybe it's something that um, they can't figure out well maybe maybe it's a new building that never had a super before mm-hmm. a part-time super and they're looking for someone now so you just ask well what do you what are you looking to cover and they'll say well I want, we want someone to take care of the trash and recycling. We want someone to take care of the uh, outside vendors like exterminator if they come to the building to open the door. We're looking for someone to take care of the boiler. So automatically, you've taken control of, this, of the conversation by asking your customer to tell you what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then your answer can be around that. So mm-hmm. you can say, okay, so you're looking for someone to take care of the garbage. I can do that by being here three times a week. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're looking for um, you know, someone to take care of the boiler. What kind of boiler do you have? Let's go check out the boiler. What kind of maintenance is, is, uh, is needed here? Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things that you can, you can um, how you can answer those. If, they, if you go with the first way of saying, what kind of problems are you experiencing? And they'll say, we're always getting tickets, sanitation tickets for a dirty sidewalk. And if you are um, experienced with that, you can help them figure out the solution. If you're new to the building industry and this is your first building, just know that you're going to have to watch out for that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. If they hire you, focus on those things. Don't get a ticket. Uh, you know, figure out what you have to do to make sure that that building is taken care of. Right. You know, you're the problem solver. So when they tell you their problems, you sh- you have to have a solution right. for that. Okay. So then, interview. I should um, kind of look look at interviews in a different way. Um, of course, you know, they were supposed to ask me questions about who I am, but it's maybe it's giving them a chance to talk about their problems and I'm the listener. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. That you're interviewing them. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. Oh. So you're turning the <laughs> tables on them and you're interviewing them. Yeah. And that's a great way to seize the seize that meeting. Yeah. And just by listening to them, I think you're being a great super and giving um, a great first impression. Yeah. That you're you're open to hearing their voices. Yeah. And you want to fix. You want to know these problems. Um, yeah, that's actually a great way to turn this around. And th- that's a great point because also. S- Sometimes you have experienced building managers who are interviewing you that are looking for proactivity. Right. Proactivity means someone that's doesn't do that does something without being asked. Mm-hmm. They want some managers need that. They right. want that. They'll they'll pay a premium for that. They'll pay you more if you know how to do that. Right. So that's a great way to seem like you're valuable, right? Right. If you're able to be proactive and you're able to um, figure you know pinpoint problems before they get bigger there's no better way to show that in an interview than when you ask them questions right and you're asking them what bothers you 
what problems have you had? Yeah. What are you looking for? Um, yeah, so I guess the secret sauce then is to interview them. Yeah, but this doesn't mean when they ask you, um, do you know how to plaster? Do you know how to plaster? It's not like that. Do you like the color white? <laughs> He's like, I asked you about plaster. Right, right. Yeah. I, yeah, they're, they're, it, means, it, mean, it, it means that a lot of interviews about you answering the questions. Mm -hmm. What's your name? John. Have you done this before? Yes. Do you know how to plaster? Yes. Will you be reliable? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you know, that, that, anyone can answer those questions, right. right? So anyone can come in and say yes or no, I can plaster or this or that, right? Anyone can come in and say, I'll get back to you. Right. Anyone can come in and say, um, uh, thank you for a great interview. Mm -hmm. But not many people know how to come in and say, well, what are your problems? Right. Tell us about your, your issues. How can I make your life easier? What can I do to um, help you sleep at night? Mm -hmm. you, know, you don't have to say it that way. But just remember that you're solving a problem here. And those problems sometimes keep people up at night. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're helping them uh, improve their quality of life by solving that problem. Right. Um, so I guess that's about it Yeah. In this, in this case. But I mean, I'm sure there's a lot more out there, a lot more questions. Mm -hmm. I mean, I actually have, I usually write down, oh, this is the other thing you should do. After, after a meeting or an interview, write down those questions. Mm -hmm. Write down your answers. Mm -hmm. Bring it home. Think about them. If you get the job, great. If you don't get the job, go back to those questions yeah. and try to figure out where you could have been off or what could have been the case. Right? Or what you could have done better. Yeah, because as a, as a part-time super, you're, you're the entrepreneur. You're mm -hmm. the, the person that's, it's up to you, right? You're, you're going out there looking for this extra extra business it's up to you to um, uh, figure out uh, how to get these buildings and it's up to you to figure out where you where you went wrong when you didn't get these buildings yeah. and so you know um, it's it's not easy but we talked about before that every time you get a no it's a one it's one step closer to a yes mm -hmm. so Part of that process is going through those questions and saying, you know, what could I have answered differently? And, um, you know, some of the questions that they may ask you is, have you been in this industry? Be, you know, have you worked at the building before? Do you work at other places during the day? Um, uh, they may tell you some of the problems that the building is having to see what you, the answer to, your, to the question is. Um, they may uh, um, you know, ask you what time you're going to be there um, so that they can, or they'll tell you a schedule, they'll give you a list of tasks. They'll give you a, a list of tasks and they'll say, this is what I want. Um, when they do that though, don't just take that and say, you'll do it. Go through that task. Often they'll put everything in there. They'll be like, you got to, you got to, you know, uh, uh, you know, it's, it'll be a, a task that has 
everything about the building written down. Mm -hmm. And it's not your job to say yes. It's your job to look through that and see what you can do mm -hmm. and what you can fulfill for them. Mm -hmm. So um, when, they give, when they have a list and they give it to you and they say, this is what I want with the building. I want the garbage taken care of. I want this. I want that. Often when I get that list, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. And it's way too much. And I look at that, I'm like, you're looking for a live-in super, mm -hmm. right? So I often say, well, let me take a look at this. Let me see what I can do. Let me see what we can do. And just, it's all about clear expectations in the beginning. Right. So, um, so, I think that's it. Okay. So, to have a quick summary, um, first, look, look nice. No. Presentable, yeah. Yeah, presentable. Which and means... <clears throat> it's business casual, polo okay. shirt. It, gotcha. Just like you, anything that you would wear to a church. Okay. That would be good. And second, what was second? Uh, talk, uh, speak properly. Spot. Don't, uh, don't, yeah, don't yeah, speak yeah. like you're talking to a friend. I've right. seen that before. Never do that. Yeah. Be as, be as professional as possible. That's, yeah. that's almost a, the, the first way to knock yourself out of the game. Right. Speak professionally in a proper way. Proper way. Never. In fact, don't ever drop that. Mm-hmm. And keep it consistent throughout. And number three? Number three is um, make sure that when you answer the questions, you answer honestly. Um, if you don't know it, say you don't know. Um, remember right. that they're looking for Honesty. whether you're honest, mm -hmm. whether you're reliable, whether you're your cost. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're kind of looking for that as well. But the other things that they're looking for is, I'm sorry, I'm just going to add in there because we talked about this, attitude. Mm -hmm. Because if you have a great attitude, that really can drive the conversation. Mm -hmm. If you don't know anything um, that they want you to know, but you do have the drive and you have the, the great attitude, which is keep positive Right, which is, um, if you don't, you know, you're, you're being honest, you're keeping positive, you're telling them what you can do, then that's gonna beat out um, a lot of the negative feelings that they may have about you if they don't think that you're experienced. Right. Or Number four was they might ask you technical questions, right? They might ask you technical questions. Okay. Number five was um, actually ask them what the problems are what troubles they're having inside the building. Right. And, um, oh yeah, so take it as a chance to listen to the customer. And number six, was that number five? No, number six would be after the interview, come home and go through, review the questions. Right. Um, and Lastly, ah, I forgot one thing. Write things down when you're there. Oh. Nothing makes you look more professional than writing things down. Okay. Bring a notepad. Don't just go there and just stand there and just say yes to everything and then pretend that you have this photographic memory. Right. Even if you do have a photographic memory or you have a great memory, just write things down okay. in front of them. And then what number is this? Number seven? I can figure it out. 
Yeah, and the last thing is after it, just follow up and call them and see how you've done. We, we never talked about. That. No, we're adding that in now. <laughs> we're adding that in now. Follow if if you don't get an answer, you can follow up, right? Yeah. And then. Well, I would say even call back and say thank you. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I think I think that we covered everything. Well, you did talk about the list, task list. Uh, okay. Uh, the, so the last one is the task list. If you get a task list, um, then uh, take it with you and let them know that you review it and that you get back to them. Mm. Don't and if you get it in advance, go through them. Ask for it in advance. That's a great point. Excellent, excellent point. Get that. Get it. If they ask if they have a task list before you get there, and um, once you have that task list, you try to figure out um, what to, mm -hmm. what you can do and what you can't do, so yeah. that you're ready to to answer as much as they can. the The key is, I mean, I think that the aim should be be prepared so that as much as you can, so that you can answer as many of the questions honestly as possible but your fallback in case you aren't prepared or you or you're thrown off as a, in a surprise it's just to say you'll get back to them later yeah so i yeah i think that's it okay well thank you very much jennifer i appreciate it we managed to hopefully get some good supers uh through their interviews coming up. Yeah, little helpful tips. Just tips.